0: hello this is golf is ruining my life and you are listening to it it's me tom price and it's him tom
1: green oh another week another meandering through the world of our favorite sport your favorite sport golf it's ruining all of our lives i love it so much tom i mean can i just quit after such a good moment a few weeks ago where i said the golf gods had gifted me an amazing round (gasps) and i went to play on hadley wood a few weeks ago was this
0: your playing in to become a member
1: Yeah. Go on. (sighs) Back to old (laughs) TG. It was weird because it was all the lessons I learned that we spoke about, the slowing down, the playing calm, a lot of it was there for the majority of the round, but some things just went wrong. Whereas some things the other week went right, some things went wrong on this round of golf. What, What specifically went wrong? I think just like... When I had my amazing round of golf, every chip off the green would go to uh, almost a gimme range. Whereas this was all a, a, a bit further out. So I was made to put them and then you miss some of them and yeah. all that sort of business. But my seven wood was on fire. Have you got a new seven woods? I, I got a new seven woods. Unbelievable, this guy. I love I it. just... So this is this is the new d- the dark stuff. The dark stuff seven wood is. It's, not, it's called the dark stuff. Dark speed dark, dark speed. dark speed. Dark speed. Dark speed. Dark speed. Dark, dark stuff. Dark matter. Yeah, and it tell you what, the way it performs, it should be called the dark matter.
0: Now I've never had anything more than a five. that's not true. I've got a rescue wood. What's the difference then between my rescue, which is a four iron, I think that's 19 degrees, and your seven wood? I think my 7-wood is 21 degrees.
1: Oh, that's the difference then. Fine, so just I some degrees. I think it is, yeah. but the, like the difference between you and me? A couple of degrees. Just a couple of degrees, couple of, a, couple of, uh, a, bit, a bit of height <laughs> and ginger. Um, Ish. The difference between everything I've ever had before and the 7-wood is the ball flight. The way it comes off the club. Straight up. Straight up. So what you're doing is you're hitting sort of a giant 9-iron. It feels like a 200-yard 9-iron. And you can come
0: in and plop it down. It's just a really sexy shot. I hit a 200-yard rescue wood into a par five the other day. Yeah. And to be fair, and to be absolutely clear, I was playing with my kids. I was hitting two balls. I was in a towering rage. Mm. And it was the second... I dropped two, 200 yards away. Thinned one left into the trees, lost it. Super,
1: But it was a yellow ball. So no one's mourning that. It deserves to die. Yellow balls are the ones that if you find them in the rough, you go, (laughs) aren't they? Top flight? No. Yellow ball. It's Callaway? <laughs> no. That is so true. It could literally be a
0: yellow, you know, tight list. Pro V1 yellow. Pro V1. Oh, it's a Pro V1X, but it's yellow. And I have standards. <laughs> um, And then the second one I hit, this high floating rescue wood, and it plopped down and it went to about seven feet for an eagle putt. Mm, yeah. Again, not a real round of golf, but still that thing where... If that was a five wood or a three words going, it would have gone low, and I'd have been trying to land it before the green and roll it up. Mm-hmm. And then it's all a bit of a. There's something about coming in from on high.
1: Which is what, that's how I chip as well. Yeah, yeah, you do. You are you are a high tariff chipper, whereas I'm a bumper runner. You will always do the full swing. Yeah. Whew, bang, yeah. middle of the green thing. And it's it's. I like I like the ball going high because it feels a bit more Hollywood. It feels a bit more showbiz. No, it is sexy. It's sexy. sexy. A high ball flight is PGA tour is sexy golf. And that's why you look at when a lot of Americans come over to the UK and was this to an amazing podcast recently with a an young American amateur. Don't and plug other golf podcasts no, on. nowhere near as good as oh, ours. Sorry. Rick who? And he was talking about the difference between playing in England yeah. and playing in America or oh, yeah. even playing in Europe and playing in America and in America. It's all about high ball flight, big shots, yardage, yardage, yardage. Yeah. And he came and played on the challenge tour and it was a lot more irons off tees, a lot more fiddly, but that high ball flight is sexy.
0: And that is a pretty neat way of, and it's not entirely accurate, but it's a pretty neat way of summing up the difference between a kind of North American approach to golf and a European approach to golf, isn't it? You go high into these soft, sort of cushiony courses in America... Still got to be good. Still takes a huge amount of skill. Obviously, I'm not saying either's better. Yeah. But down here or over here, it's a bit lower, maybe a bit more windy. A bit few... more linksy. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, a bit more linksy. And you sort of, you know, you're pinballing around. You're funneling around trying to find your way on there. Um, so, so the seven was a thing of great beauty.
1: I, I would say to any golfer listening to this, yeah. put a seven wood. In your bag. And people, we had a load of comments because we put a video about this on TikTok. And we had people talking about a heaven wood. Are you aware of this? No. A heaven wood is either a five wood. I think it's a five wood head with a three wood length shaft. Oh, that is that is heavenly. Bit more yardage. Oh. It's a bit easier to hit than a three wood because you've got that loft. Yeah. But you've got the length of the shaft to get it a bit further, a bit more swing speed. Oh, that is, that is sexy. The heavenwood. That is, if you had to marry one of your golf clubs, you'd marry a heavenwood, wouldn't you? I would marry my seven iron right now. My, I'd, I'd marry my seven wood right now.
0: Yeah. Have you tried chipping with it? Because people do chip with the seven wood. I've seen that happen. And again, this is one of those things where you assume, certainly from my age, playing golf in the nineties, anyone chipping with a seven wood had to be at least 70. hmm Yeah. So, and that was the rule. If you had an eight wood, you were in your eighties, nine yeah. wood, nineties, that i feel has changed rightly because it is just I it, bloody you, hope so <laughs> guys
1: yes uh, do, uh, do you, have you tried chipping with it no I, when i see people chip with 3 woods or 5 woods or 7 woods i always have the same thought which is when are you practicing that yeah are you are you on the side of a chipping green going to get my practicing i just
0: don't yeah. think people do it do they yeah there's nothing worse than total humiliation in the practice area when you do when you're doing a chip mm. I did this the other day, and I was looking, and do, do you are you a little bit self-conscious when you're practicing? If you're on the putting green, do you know what I mean? And you sort of feel, is this just me being an egotist? I sort of feel like other golfers are looking at me and sort of, is he good? What's yeah. The, and if I hit a good shot, I think I wonder if anyone's seen me just
1: hit that one. Do you, if I hit a good shot on a putting green, I do this. Rolls in. Yeah. Anyone <laughs> yeah. see that? Yeah. Anyone see that? Thank did you? you.
0: Hey, that that is exactly that's what, what I, I, I mean where is this this weird golf vanity that appears when I'm on the putting green and yeah. I start to hear these words I mean and to be clear I'm not looking at anyone else's I
1: don't care about anyone else's but I still
0: think people might look at mine I
1: think I do look at other people's do and also if, I, if I'm on the putting green and say I'm going to hole A and my ball accidentally ends up next to hole B oh. you better believe that on my next shot I'm going for hole B to try and make yeah. it look like that's where <laughs> I was going from the start that's oh, got better be, just... Yeah, that's fine.
0: That's got to be the ultimate putting be the ultimate putting green faux pas. When you, you putt to the wrong hole and someone else is already putting to it. Sorry, mate. Yeah, sorry. Geez, sorry. It's sorry. a bit like sort of sidling up to someone at a urinal and you're right next to them. Sorry, yeah. mate. We're obviously both aiming for the same hole here. This is-
1: and I wanted to do something quite quickly on the show because we know we've had loads of new listeners recently to yeah. the podcast. And we had an email, which we're going to come back to, I think, later on in the show of someone trying to join... There's been a beep here because we're worried we might get sued. <laughs> so th- we're we we're, uh, uh, we're, we're actually in the podcast, but now this is earlier in the podcast. We're worried we we're get sued, so we've put a beep. Golf course? Are, we, are we allowed to name and shame here? I uh, think so. I think we just be. Fine. I think this is what I love about this show is we care. should we should just be honest. It's 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 all real. It's all real. It's an email someone had from tried to join and Mm. the hoops that he was made to jump through Mm. but on the email he said i know one of you is from preston we've had loads of new listeners that maybe haven't gone all the way back to the start to Mm. know all about us so hi i'm tom green i'm 29 i play off 10 ish i'm i'm the one from preston i'm tom price i am 43
0: yeah um i play off five ish (sighs) And I've never even been to Preston. Oh, I've never no. If I was to uh, come and play golf in your neck of the woods, mm. take me through what you would do. How would you, how would you show me the best of Preston
1: golf? What would you do? I think let's not look at exactly Preston, although there are, mm. there are great golf courses in Preston, Preston Golf Club, where I was a member. I was oh. a junior member. But you're in that part of the world. You're in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. That's some of the best golf in the country, is in the North West. You've got Royal Lytham, you've got Lytham St. Anne's, you've got St. Anne's Old Link, you've got all those amazing golf courses. Okay, great. So which one are you
0: taking me to? I'm coming down for the day, I'm like, mate, two rounds of golf in your manor. Where are we going? Where are we starting? Where are we finishing? We're going
1: to play, we're going to play Preston Golf Club because it's my home golf club. Lovely. And it is really special. Are we playing there first or in the afternoon? We're we're going to play there on the Saturday. Okay. And on the Sunday, we're going to play... Because I don't want to break anyone's bank. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm gonna, It's not crazy money. Okay, we're going to do St Anne's Old Links. This is unlike you,
0: Sorry. Nor, Normally with golf, you you've got a sort of Brewster's millions approach to golf. Like you're trying to spend all of your money. Yeah, you're trying to blow the general generational wealth that you've got from radio. Unt- onto hunting on golf. golf. Okay, good. If you so if you came down to South Wales, yeah, my neck of the woods, uh, we'd start the day playing at Royal Porthcawl. Okay. Right? Beautiful, incredible course. Link stunning. Yeah, yeah. As the sun came up, it would look absolutely incredible. Then we'd drive up the M4, and of course,
1: uh, you'd get to Celtic Manor. Obviously. See previous episodes from my review on that.
0: Is it Celtic Manor or Celtic Manor? Have I lost my mind?
1: Uh, it is get that Celtic one. Manor. It's Celtic, isn't it? Because... You told us the rule on Scotland. this. S for Scotland. God, I just have the, you know You doubt yourself. So that was your own thing.
0: I know. That I know, was, it was your own I know, bit. I forget my own rules, Tom. Yeah. Uh, so we'd leave, we'd have a lovely time at Royal Porthcourt, and then we'd drive uh, on the M4 towards Celtic Manor, mm-hmm. right? We'd look at it, and then we'd drive right past it. We wouldn't even go in. We'd drive up the A449, back to my hometown, Monmouth, and we'd play the Rolls of Monmouth. Of course, the park. lovely Rolls of Monmouth. Absolutely beautiful. On the land where um, Charles Rolls, off of Rolls-Royce, uh, grew up on his land and it's all been turned into a golf course and it is absolutely divine. The most perfect Parkland golf course. It, Honestly, was, it was
1: Rolls Royces. It was Rolls and Royces. And we can't stress enough, golf really is an approachable sport <laughs> that isn't for the millionaires. Really it's accessible. fine. It is absolutely beautiful. That's what we do. Great. Talked about golf courses. Yeah. We did a whole bit on the show a few weeks ago that we got obviously slated for online yeah. about people's opinions of the old course yeah. and whether it's not or is or isn't it worth it. At the moment, I'm looking to do a lads trip for my UK stag do.
0: Oh, I love the fact you've got a UK stag
1: do. We've got the abroad stag do. Oh my God. And then we've got a UK stag do. So is
0: that like a tier B stag do? It's the dad's stag do. Right, okay. Dads and uncles, here we dads go. Dads and uncles I will see. come on to
1: the UK one, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The question is, do I do the UK stag do at the Belfry. Oh, yeah. They do amazing packages there. Of course they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've heard a lot of people on our video about the old course yeah. say the Belfry just ain't that good. And I want mm. people's opinions. Is it worth... Because it potentially is the perfect Stag Do Golf venue.
0: There tends to be this perception that when you get somewhere that's very good to book packages, like the Belfry Celtic Manor as well as the yeah. same thing, and we've spoken about Celtic Manor before, it's not that great... And the Belfry, a lot of people have a similar thing. So what is the perfect hybrid where you get a really beautiful course that's a bit special, but also it is a bit like 200 quid for a couple of days, you know, for a night and you'll get some... I'll tell you what, you can get a good packages, mm. right? And I'm only saying this because my mate's have to do it, Prince's down in Kent, which is uh, okay. right next door to... Um, Royal St. George. Royal St. George's. And it is, a lot of people say, similarly, I guess, to the courses around St. Andrew's, yeah. a lot of people say, actually... It's as good, if not better. St. George's is an amazing course. But uh, Prince's is supposed to be absolutely pucker. And the deal he's got is like 200 quid, and you get two rounds and one night in a hotel. It's a good... Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, obviously, when you go, I think they're going in like March, so there's a bit of a risk they'll be in a storm. Yes. But you know what? It's still, I think that's a risk worth taking. I really do. Because there is a danger with a lot of the packages you get where the courses are just fine. And that's fine. If that's what you want to do and you've got people who aren't that into golf and they're going
1: to play twice a year Mm. and this is one of those rounds, that's fine. I think to do great golf trips, it requires more from you because you've got a planet, I think the best golf trip to do ever would be to go up to Scotland, get an Airbnb mm. and go, we'll just get tea times here, King's Barnes, the old course. We'll go and do them all, yes, but it's going to require you booking them, you getting the tea times. It's not that easy. Turn yeah. up, put your clubs in your hotel room at the belfry, go and play golf go back to your room, get on the beers, it's all there for you. That's the thing, it's
0: so, it's it's almost like, and I'm not saying the Belfry is like this at all, because I've, I've never played, so I don't have an opinion on the Belfry, but it's it's a plastic fantastic thing. It's like a shopping centre approach to golf, you know what I mean? It's yeah, all yeah, there yeah. under one roof. Yeah. The one thing I would say about um, Scotland, you're absolutely right, the idea of going up there, getting an Airbnb and just mooching around is good. Hold on,
1: you're not going to pull my dream apart here, are you? Because that no, dream what? is in my head of doing that.
0: What I'm going to say is, and again, it's the phrase that is... <laughs> If you're playing Golfers Really My Life Bingo, when I played Dornock, uh, we, we played three rounds in three days, and an agency put it together for us because all those all those courses talk to each other. Okay. So a lot of courses talk to each other and say, look, let's offer a package. So I wouldn't advise necessarily going up there and just putting it together yourself. I wouldn't advise uh. doing a What's it called? Not TripAdvisor. Like what?
1: doing like a golf breaks thing called golf breaks. and Call Say I want to do this golf breaks,
0: and then and then you'll get courses who will talk to each other and form a little alliance, and you can play through a four at a much reduced rate oh. rather than doing it all yourself. Expedia, that's what it is. Now, Expedia, when you build your own holiday, that's Don't,
1: actually great advice. Look I, at I you, consumer advice. I'm, I know, I know. I've
0: sort of surprised myself.
1: This show's only just us taking the piss out of each other. Yeah, I know. This might
0: have been the best 15 minutes so far. Yeah. I think we should go to ads now and celebrate the fact that we've done an okay first half of the show.
1: Just before we go to ads, yeah. I've got an incredibly hot take coming
0: up. Oh, I The love. hottest of takes. I love a hot take. And just so you know, listeners, what's going to happen is we're going to put this hot take as a clip probably on TikTok and Instagram, yep. which, of course, you can follow us on. Golf is ruining my life on TikTok. And if you could go on, because I sort of feel like the podcast listeners is our gang. And then when we end up on those places, <laughs> yeah. other people come along and call us... Idiots. Idiots. A lot of people then come along and watch the, listen to the show, listen to the podcast, yeah. thanks. But podcast guys,
1: the A-list, the tier A, yeah. right? If you could go and follow and say nice things, I think say you agree. I completely agree with that analogy. I feel like the people that listen to this show, which is growing incredibly week in, week out, the circle is getting bigger, mm. but you are our friends. Yes. So when we say something stupid, you go... He's had a pint. He's fine. But when we go into the internet, yeah. it's like a mega club and we say something stupid and they go kill him. Do you know what you are? You
0: are the gimme gang. I'd get anyone listening to this podcast, they're the gimme's. Oh, uh, they're, sure. They're getting, I'm giving you that because you're in the circle of friendship. Yes. That's what we're going to call you. If the you gimme are, gang. If you are the, an original podcast listener, you're in the gimme gang. Yeah. As soon as you've come to us via TikTok or Insta, we love you and I'm sure we'll get to know you. But for now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to see you put that one yeah. away, please. Hot
1: take on the way.
0: or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome back to Golf is Ruining My Life. Over to Tom Green from Preston
1: for his hot take. Hot take? Hot take, please. Here's my hot take. My hot take as a man that owns one of these... Scotty Camerons aren't worth the money. Of course they're
0: not worth the money. They cost like 300 pounds in, in dollars. I have no idea how much it is. $500. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Scotty Camerons aren't worth the money. No way. But I own one and I'm very happy I own one. Yeah. And it's cool. And I'm glad I've got it in my bag. Because I, I, I've told you this story before. When mm. I came back to golf when I was 24, 25, I bought all the things that my mum and dad would let me have. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty Cameron electric trolley right <laughs> it's instantly the scotty cameron has in no way improved my putting no. but it has made me feel better but i feel um, like this about a lot of kit if you took the money of a scotty cameron which is it's like
0: 300 quid isn't it i think it was more than that i think it was 400 and something okay i'm gonna give you an 80 quid putter and i'm gonna give you the rest of the money towards golf lessons
1: oh yeah yeah get better yeah what's well, gonna make a bigger difference god that's depressing
0: but it's true. Why do we do that? Because everyone who likes golf is obsessed with buying the bits of metal. Fine, treat yourself every now and again. But but box clever. Mm. Fine, spend 500 quid on that amazing new driver. Preferably the Cobra one. It's insane. Fine to do that. But every now and again, just stop. If you're about to drop 300 quid on a crazy wedge, say. Like the Vokies aren't 300, but they're expensive. They're a lot
1: of money, yeah. And they
0: are very, very nice clubs. But just think, actually... If I spent 80 quid on a second hand, really nice wedge, and then 100 quid on a couple of lessons.
1: So, I mean, that leads us, to, leads us to a really interesting point. What will improve your game quicker? New gear or more lessons? Lessons, lessons, lessons. That's, I mean, that is
0: an absolute no-brainer. I, I get it with new gear. There's a novelty to it, and it sometimes it looks nice against the ball, and sometimes you can buy maybe an iron with a nice offset bit on it, and it's easier to hit. That will help, but the, the difference that... that that investment in those irons, however many pounds or dollars that is, if you throw that at a good teacher, a good coach,
1: doesn't doesn't compare. But I reckon I can change your opinion on that if I put it like this. Go on. 1980s blades with lessons or spend a bit more money and get some forgiving pings.
0: Surely. But what you've done is, 1980s blades are insanely difficult. That That's... That's 40 year old golf clubs. Be, be reasonable. Okay,
1: so your dad's what? old kit. So, so let's go t- t- 2010. A 20- no, older than that. Like your dad's old kit. The 2000s. 2000s titleist. Or, and some lessons. Yeah. Or, and you're an 18, 20 handicapper or a nice little cavity-back set of pings. And let
0: me be absolutely clear, we're not involving woods, because obviously we all know that the things that have happened with woods, the differences that that have happened there with the technology are massive. Yeah. Right? So I don't think we should include It's just an iron conversation. Basic irons. Yeah. 100%, and I'm right about this, you use the 2000 tight list and you get some lessons. 100%. If you get a set of of, of tight list irons from 2000 or Mizuno or anyone, right? Yeah that are decent in decent nick and have got good grooves in, so they still get some spin on them and some bite and nice grips, right? Yeah. And they cost you like 150 quid or 100 quid. They'll be they'll be really cheap. And then you have got then a, a new set of irons now. You're knocking on a grand.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. So
0: 900 quid on good coaching. Forget yeah, about it. It's the coaching. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Courses.
1: I just think my game was held back at when I came back to golf because of the irons that I had. Because I had muscle back Titleist AP2s, which are great irons, mm. really nice irons, but I don't think they helped my game. But I
0: think you've got loads better because your swing has changed and you've done lo- the thing that's helped your game is the way you're swinging so much slower. You've yeah, got yeah. a really nice long swing now. That has made all the difference. Yeah. <laughs> but new pings though, but new pings. Oh, mate, my mate John, every time I play with John, his first topic of conversation is what have you got your eye on now? It's like, it's like just the act of playing golf is this willing partnership with commerce. And I don't know where other sports do that. In the Cycling, cy- is cycling, cycling must be. Cycling is a lot of kit. Yeah, a lot of gear. There's a lot of gear. There's a lot of stuff. What kind of lycra are you getting this week? I, I get that. But, but golf feels very closely bonded with buy your way out of the difficulty of this game. And yeah. the problem is, the reality is you very rarely will. And when you do buy a bit of kit that really works nicely, here's another thing. It does fade. It does wear off a bit.
1: Yeah, no, I get, I get that.
0: Can I ask you, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, what is your trophy club? What is the golf club that is the one you want people to walk past and go, oh, that's nice? Because you you're saying about the Scotty Cameron. Yeah. For me, one of the biggest appeals about a Scotty Cameron is the trophy club effect of it, is having other people look at her and go, wow, she's, she's, she's nice. He must be really good. He must be... Successful. It's a bit like having a you know stupidly overpriced watch yeah. on your wrist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's the Rolex vibe. Yeah. Um, do you feel that like with a Scotty Cameron? Be honest, when you've got the Scotty Cameron out, do you feel a
1: bit like check me out? Uh yeah, I guess so. But I mean it's it's golf jewelry, isn't it? We've always mm. said this that the 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 um Scotty Cameron is golf jewelry, yeah. And I it just connects me with All my mates that had them when they were young and I really wanted one. I really, really, really wanted a Scotty Cameron and I was never allowed one. I would say that in defence of Scotty Cameron, I do feel like we've just gone at them a bit. Anyone who's ever held one and putted with one, they are absolutely stunning. They're the best putters in golf for a reason, but will it make your putting a million times better? No. Is pound per spent, is pound spent on a Scotty Cameron going to equal more puts drained no, no. No. And also, let's be honest, if you've got the money, <laughs> why not treat it? Like,
0: it's a nice thing to have. It's your sport. It's, yeah, it's a nice thing to be able to, if you work really hard and you send something to look forward to and buy. Yeah. Like, that is a big part of the joy of golf. And this is often frowned upon or other golfers might look at you and be a bit like, oh, come on, mate, just play with the normal clubs. Why are you getting new clubs every year? Right. I think a big part of the game of golf is is we should take more pride in buying the kit and having the stuff. There's always this like, oh, all the gear, no idea. People sort of, do you know what I mean? They're a bit sort of self-deprecating about it. Like, oh, I've got all this stuff. We should Mm. be a bit more like, I've worked really hard this year and I only get to play golf once a week. Yes. Twice a week at the
1: most. I really want nice stuff when I do it. I feel no shame in it. I don't know whether there has to be a monetary value attached to that though because if if you turned up and I was playing a round of golf with you and you had a brand new set of Cobra irons yep I'd be really interested I'd want to see them if you turned up with a set of Mizuno blades from Mm. the early 2000s I would 100% want to see them it's the same it's just (laughs) different shiny, exciting I love golf clubs that have stories attached to them I love I've had this wedge for ages or you see people when you play around and golf with them and they've got Uh, a three wood in their bag that they've had for 30 years and they just love it and it works for them. Yeah. Fascinating. They'll never get rid of it. They'll never get rid of it. Or they've got their dad's old putter. Fascinating. Or they've got really rusty old wedges, a trusty rusty or whatever. (sighs) I want to hear about it. Yeah. That's what I like about golf stuff is the amazing stories that they have with them. Mm, And mm. whether it's a Scotty Cameron or I've got a real obsession with a tailor-made spider, putter I love. I see yeah. anyone that's got one of them, tell me, tell me,
0: tell me, tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. want to hear about it. So you're, you're Scotty Cameron then. Is it one of the big sort of fat ones? Because I've just got a new Cobra Putter heading yeah. my way and it is, it's massive. Mm. It's, it's the size of my foot and I'm a size 13 foot. Like it's just this huge thing. Um, so is yours one of the big ones or is yours like a little tiny blade thing? I should have got the big one interesting i should have got the big one interesting well it's all right it's not too much of an investment just get it's another one fine just sell it. it's fine good, good job that spending all that money didn't make you really focus on what you should have got
1: no i i think i've told this story before when i got my scotty cameron i went into a fitting yeah. and i did the thing which is i knew what i wanted yeah i went to a fitting and i said "Yep, yeah, i want the newport I want, I want i want the newport and he was like oh but that's gotta be pretty good like that's a really like it's a Good golfers putter mm. that. Pretty sure that was Tiger Woods's putter. The Newport. Putt. Yeah, I tried it, tried it, tried it, and he was like, "Oh, you probably want a bit more recovery. We want a bit more um, stability as well by having their more weight on the putter, the, the chunkier, bigger." Yeah, there's a reason why they're they're more helpful. Is it? It, it keeps it stops you the the club face turning on the way back and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And yes, there'll be people online that say that's not true. And th- more often than not. A bigger putter will help you put if you're a worse golfer. Yeah, yeah. But I really wanted the Newport and we met in the middle by getting a square back, which is uh, yeah. the profile of a Newport, yeah. but it's got a bit more coming out the arse of it. Okay. And what what should you have got? You should have just gone for the big I full probably on. I think it's called the Scotty Cameron Phantom. Yes. Is a big yeah. is a big forgiving putter. And yeah. I I had a big forgiving putter from Cobra and I putted really well with it. Right.
0: So do you always putt with the Scotty Cameron? Mm.
1: I go between that and the and the and the Cobra one. Yeah, sorry, what? The, but then this is quite boring. The reason the Cobra one Listen, left- we, again, we have no levels on this show. We will go into the most boring
0: depths of golf. Hang on, you change your putter? That is like, as far as I'm concerned, like changing golf clubs every other week. Once I've got my putter, that's in my bag, and that's not going anywhere.
1: So, God, this is boring, and only golfers will care about this. Welcome to the show. Yeah, this is the show. Yeah, (laughs) so I had a Scotty Cameron for ages and then I went on a Cobra shoot and I didn't have a Cobra putter, although I had everything else Cobra in the bag. Yeah, And then I got given a Cobra putter because they were like, we'd like you to have a Cobra putter. I was like, of course, absolutely. Happy to help with that. Yeah, and I put it amazing with it. And then I lost the head cover. (laughs) (laughs) The head cover is at M's dad's golf course (laughs) behind the desk. And since then, I've never had it in my bag because you can't, if you play golf with someone whose putter doesn't have a head cover... Oh, that is... that is What's actually, going on, mate?
0: If you if you are playing golf with someone you don't know, right? And you're looking just at their kit.
1: Yeah. What are the red flags? <laughs> so, hold on. That the, is, that's got to be it. The ultimate red flag is no putter cover. The, the, the ultimate red flag is cover on everything or cover on nothing. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all down to covers. It's all down to it's covers. It's all covers. You yeah. turn
1: up and the driver and the three-wood are coverless. Hmm. And so is the putter. Also, You're insane. The, the, a
0: thing for me, I'd be like, I'm in for a really bad few hours. Is if they've got like a you know a normal stand bag, and in the bottom <laughs> bit, everyone knows that's where the putter goes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. If they're putting their drivers in the bottom bit,
1: <laughs> yeah. This is. This there's, is a, there's an order, mate. There's <laughs> an order. I'd,
0: I'd actually have to say, I'm so sorry. Do you mind if I just rearrange your clubs? I just thank sort, you so
1: much. Sort, sort it out for you. Yeah, it's a it's a head cover based conversation, isn't it? Yeah, it is. A lot of it's covers. A lot of it's covers. Can um, we? I want to go to the letter that we had. We've only got five minutes left now. Oh, is so we don't have time for the letter? Oh
0: yeah, no, we do. This is perfect. We can slot the letter in now. I
1: think we slot the letter in. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's do we, it. Do you want me to
0: read it, or you've you got me... it in front of you? You got your laptop. Right? Let's do it. I'm going to have a sip of my uh, drink. Okay, fine. Here we go.
1: So we've we've had this email. Um, I, should I just read it? Yeah. As we've we've we're not going to say the golf course's name. <laughs> we said it earlier, and we regret saying it. And earlier. We regret saying it because we shouldn't really do that because no the email's technically confidential so we're not
0: the email's technically comp- confidential we're not going to say any names for no from the person who sent the email nor are we going to reference the club but if we ever meet you in real life we'll absolutely tell you
1: oh of course yeah if you ever come up to us in real life and say what was that golf club yeah. that sent the email yeah. it's fine and also just on this point defending this anonymous golf club yeah. i actually don't think this golf club is doing anything loads of other high-end golf clubs in the uk aren't already doing this is a problem with golf not this golf
0: club specifically
1: this is a problem with golf and yeah. this is also what you'll find if you are new to inquiring to mm. a really high-end golf course yeah i think you will be a bit taken aback by these are the hill these are the hoops i gotta jump through unbelievable okay anyway this. to the email okay um <laughs> hello the toms thanks for passing your email over on tiktok the thread below blew my mind take a look and see if this is something similar to your experience of inquiring at woven which i did seven years on a wait list that's actually not true because now, I now had a proper email from Woburn, it's three years, two or three years. On the wait list? On the wait list. And what are the numbers with Woburn again? Woburn, again, I was wrong because I've now got the email for my age group. Yeah. It's five grand joining fee. And then membership? Three grand a year. It's not that bad. No, it's, it's not, not crazy, like no. It's, it's Woburn. it's, it's not that, yeah. amazing. Anyway. Anyway context this is back to the email i played as a junior at leyland shore hill and pen with them. I think one of you guys is from preston yep, Don't agree me. With yeah but finished when i was in my early teens a friend picked up golf last year and i've started playing again A lot has changed since I was a junior. I'm now 37. I'm a decent player, currently playing to 10, although my mates think I'm a bandit and that I find myself in a significantly better financial position than when I was at 13, pot washing at Leyland Golf Club and working at the halfway hut. Oh, Oh, what a dream. Golden years. Glorious. I could cry. Love it. I work hard and I like the nicer things in life when I can justify them. Couldn't agree more. If you want to spend your money on golf... Scotty Cameron. Do it. Right there. the The Scotty Cameron factor right there. I've started to hunt... Uh, for a new golf club as in a place to join yeah. exciting times a place i could stay for life after some research i found that the previous host of the boop. 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 was boop. golf <laughs> club which is located next to <laughs> <Boop>. <laughs> only a 30 minute drive from where i live <laughs> so i emailed asking how i could become a member their response was old school Predictable, but still managed to surprise me and has me feeling a bit silly for even asking the question, you should never be made to feel silly about anything, is what I think about that. A quick summary of the brief encounter. The waiting list just closed for the next two years. Unbelievable. Damn it. Even then, of the 150 suitable applications they had in at the last round, 25 remain on a reserve list who I assume are brought in should Frank or Edna pass on. Because <laughs> Frank... He's playing slower and slower. He's slow. It's six hour round for Frank. That now. is a
0: hypothetical, Frank, and not based on anyone real. Thank exactly. you.
1: Exactly. Five grand entry fee is f- punchy, that, but acceptable. Yeah. I mean, look at the place. No issue with it at all. It's amazing. Membership fee is reasonable too. Even cheap, I'd say. Perhaps this is why it's in such high demand. A BMW for fiat money, if you like. Interesting. To stand a chance, you need connections at the club. Not something I do have in my immediate phone book. If you do have connections, they will be interviewed and questioned as to your suitability. So to be clear here... If
0: you do have connections, they will be interviewed and questioned as to your suitability.
1: So yeah, that's I, pretty normal, I think.
0: I will say no. I know it's normal, but again, that's positive. It's, bu- what we're it's bonkers talking but about. Yeah. To play a sport, someone's going to sit you down and say, "What is that Chris guy like? Tell me everything about him." And you're just going to have sort of arbitrary gossip about how he comes across. Yeah. You know what I mean? And assuming Chris doesn't have anything obvious, like you know, a massive criminal record yeah. or you know, something obviously troublesome, it's madness. He can be so, a bit loud sometimes. Oh, can he be loud? Yeah. Oh, that's oh. not for us.
1: Scratch him off it's the list. Ridiculous. If you do have connections, they will be interviewed and questioned as your suitability, assuming uh, assuming under spotlight in a dark room with a lie detector strapped to them. <laughs> a round of golf with an official. Again, I don't mind this. I actually quite like it. Yeah. I must provide references from my employer. Ooh,
0: that <laughs> is. Crazy, and the best thing about this is Chris is self-employed, so that's me, which is brilliant. So if that ever happened, Chris, you would have to write your own references. Be yeah, really, be really critical. Um, I mean that is ma- references from your employer.
1: Yeah, that's that I've never heard that. That that's, one I haven't. I haven't heard before. That one is new on me. I mean, this is like,
0: you know, I know people who are trying to get citizenship in the UK. Yeah, it's not far off. No, back. it's
1: madness. I get the impression they thought I was on the beg for a free trial route. Ra- oh, yeah. I bet they get a lot of that. I oh, I'm thinking I'm joining. Can I get a round? Yeah, uh, nice. I, actually, exactly what I did with Hadley Wood, although I am thinking of joining. <laughs> um, not the case, but a discounted round would have been appreciated if gaining a membership in the next six months or so was possible. If I get three, all of that, I face the dreaded committee for interrogation.
0: You then have to go up- like like you see in the movies, you know when they have the intelligence committee in front of you or, or you know what I mean or like yeah. a parliamentary committee where loads of people are going to be peppering you with the questions and what questions are they going to ask like um, what do you do if it's quiet on a Sunday evening and you're playing two balls and the greenkeeper asks you not to play two balls what would you do? it's just nonsense yeah I mean what questions are the committee going to ask and what do your family do what do what who, which school did you go to Yeah it's, Is the, it, it keep knocking the microphone. It's the British class system wrapped up in a sport. And it's yeah. so annoying because it's such a great sport.
1: Yeah, this is a bit silly, isn't it? And the prize, a partial membership. I can only get six days maximum, six. If I want the pleasure of using my membership on one of the of the two days a week I don't work, I have to wait four or five years. Support the club, brown envelope, and hope for the best. Yeah, support the club. I mean, again, what does <laughs> that mean, support the club? if Because this
0: is a club you're not going to be allowed to play at because you're not a member. Yeah. So how am I going to... That's that's crazy. That's
1: like saying, please support our school, even though you haven't got any kids here. I'm in a fortunate position, at least financially, where membership is possible at such a club. I also believe I'd be a decent member. As if you even have to say that, of course you would. And someone who wouldn't bring the club into disrepute... Of course you wouldn't. I have huge respect for the heritage and prestige and the values of golf, but I think this is too far. Reminds me of being a junior. A lot of things in my eyes that are wrong with the game's accessibility. you got to love this. Despite all of this, palm, face palm, I've submitted details to stay on the wait list and found <laughs> members to a friend who will propose me because the heart wants what the heart wants. I hope to be in by my 42nd birthday, 20th of the 12th, 2029. In the meantime, I do want a new club, something linksy that isn't a swamp in winter. Any suggestions? Sorry for the essay slash rant. Can regards, a fan, Chris. Ah, Chris, that's a great email. Thank you so much.
0: Such a good email. Um, Have you got any suggestions for a nice linksy course? Somewhere easy to join, like Litham, maybe. Yeah, but who knows (laughs) if this is in this area, so who could possibly say? It's it's interesting and uh, also very interesting that Chris ultimately has gone for it and good luck with it. And Chris, don't forget, of course, if you then get in you can become part of the furniture and you can then be the one who changes stuff and makes it more accessible. Yeah, Um, Imagine being a kid playing somewhere like that. Imagine how fusty it is and, you know, sitting in the wrong chair, shirt not tucked in. The email from the course as well and I'm, I'm, you know, obviously... I've not read that yet. Well, we can see the whole thread. We can see Chris's first email, which is very, very civilized. And it's very, you know, like, hello, I'm interested in what you do. I'm interested in your product, essentially. Uh, Good morning, sir. And then this is the reply from the course. Thank you for your inquiry about membership. And on it goes with a list of things. As we've established, there's a four to five waiting list. If you know any current members who could propose and second your application, this is beneficial as we only take a very limited number of unsupported applications. Uh. And a very limited number of unsupported. Is it an unsupported application? Well, in that case, it's not for us. Um, uh, if your application is unsupported, we would require references from your current club and employer. Well, what if you have don't have a current club because you've yeah. been employed for years? Um, the membership process is quite lengthy, it involves involving interviews of your proposal, So, as we've said. The Talk guys the that go. you
1: know have got to go and say why they, why they want you to be a member.
0: Golf, golf with a, a club official. That's going to be some boring old guy, old oh, guy called Peter. God. Who hangs around the Peter's an rooms. absolute
1: nightmare Peter as well. We that? all know Peter's a nightmare.
0: Absolute bore. He'll tell you anecdotes about how they funded the new halfway house. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You'll have to nod on and pretend that you oh, yeah, great. Limited details, name and club. This is, this is interesting. Limited details, name and club, are circulated to members for two weeks to allow for objections.
1: Oh, I've heard this. This is, there's another club that I've played at where this is a thing, where there's a club that I was really lucky to get round um, where they'll put your, if you're, a, if you're a woman, they'll put your name yeah. on a blackboard yep. in the locker room. Yep. And if one person has heard something bad about you, they just take your name off That's the right. board and you're off. That's right. I'd never heard of a golf club doing that outside of that one club though. It's... God, that's old school. Unbelievable. Hang on, what was the... Because I heard that
0: story about Sunningdale. It was... Okay.
1: This is all getting beeped.
0: Yeah, good. Um, do keep our reputation, because obviously we want to play on those courses. Yeah,
1: because I'd love to join.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's you know, it's just so sort of... It's, it's perfectly civilised. You know, not for a second am I like, this is so rude. No, it's not.
1: No, no, no. Rude about it, but it's just... Uh, it is It is the way that golf... But is it just golf or is it all, is it a certain category of sports? Having just watched King Richard, the film about the um, Venus Williams, Serena Williams, yeah. seeing what they had to go through to get into tennis clubs yes. in California. Yeah. There is clearly when you get to the upper echelons of any amateur sport, yeah. there are institutions that want to keep certain people out and keep the people in who are in, in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just a golf problem. No, it it's a, It's, it's a clearly a tennis problem. It's probably not a football problem. Probably definitely a rugby problem, yeah. I don't know. It, I, I don't know enough about the way it works with rugby clubs.
0: I definitely don't know enough about football stuff. I just know that I'm quite lucky to be at a very accessible golf course that makes a real point of being as inclusive as possible and it's got to be because otherwise the sport is going to die it's really that simple uh, we've run out of time but i'd love to know what you think about this the toms at golf is yeah. really my life.co.uk is this fine or is this elitist nonsense it's a pretty high-end course as well to be fair it's not a local course. municipal course this is a decent course so does that play into it here this is a special place to play golf so therefore if you're going to play on a special course you do need to jump through these hoops is it reasonable
1: yeah or do they or is it is it just a financial thing? I don't know because, oh God, it's so much, isn't it? Like, mm. do you just go, okay, well, you have to pay all this money and then that keeps certain people out like, who can't afford but, it, but then that's not fair. It's just, it's hard, isn't it? But so much about this is formalising what kind of person are you. Yeah.
0: And that should have nothing to do with what sport you play. Sure, yeah. you should play a sport where you you know about etiquette and you know how to behave, but that's life Every, everywhere. Everything you do, getting a job or whatever, you should have those factors. But Yeah being cl- closed off, being making a club that's closed off and the door's only open depending on what type of person you are. And I think we can all look at the dog whistle. We all know what's behind that, class, race, gender, yeah, all those of course. things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's really problematic and sad and hopefully massively in the minority
1: these days. But so, before we finish on this, but I don't think I want to go full... I don't want to go fully one way around. I'm like, everyone should be able to play on every golf course in the UK because that's just not capitalism. That's mm. not how this but it's not how the society works. Yeah. There's certain restaurants in London that unless you can afford the bill, you can't go and sit at, right? Yeah, yeah, And you can't argue that that's wrong and that they shouldn't exist. Mm, mm. But what does that mean? Do we mean that we can't have any high-end golf courses because it stops people who can't afford it playing on them? Yeah, it's
0: ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, Scotty Cameron's all round. That's what Tom Green is saying. (laughs) Scotty Cameron's Um, for everyone. For you and for you. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening. Don't forget we're on all the social media bits and bobs. Golf is really my life. Um, Do give us a follow on Tic Tac and... Tic Tac? I'd love for you to follow me on TikTok. TikTok. Give us a follow on TikTok and, indeed, TikTok. And, you know, defend us. You are in the gimme. You're, you're the gimme gang. So defend us from the, me. the newcomers. We don't like the newcomers. We have, we've got to interview their friends to find
1: out if they can Put them on a board. Show. Wipe them off. <laughs> See you next time. Bye, bye, bye.